Sona, this was a very nice day today. It was. Because uh, over here at our headquarters, we got this great gift, Tillamook ice cream. I'm a monster for ice cream. I know you are too. I want to take a bath in it and then I want to eat Eat the ice in the eat the bath. Wait, what? I want to like bathe in it, yeah. but then I want to eat it as I'm bathing. In yeah, it. yeah, that's a simple concept. You made it much more complicated. I know, I'm sorry. Fill a bathtub with Tillamook ice cream. I will get in it, and then I will eat my way out. Yes, that's all okay, you need to there do. There you go. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have so many great. It's such good ice cream, and they have so many great flavors. I mean, just off the top of my head, I I don't know. Birthday cake, caramel swirl, banana split, caramel toffee crunch, chocolate chip, chocolate chocolate chip cookie dough. I think there's butter pecan cookies and cream, French vanilla, chocolate peanut butter. Malted moose shake, I think, is one. I can't remember too well. Mounted huckleberry, Tillamook mudslide, Marionberry pie, monster cookie, old-fashioned vanilla, Rocky Road, Oregon dark cherry, waffle cone swirl, peppermint bark. I'm, I don't, I'm just going off memory here, but <laughs> holiday sugar cookie, orange and cream. Anyway, so many great flavors and uh, just incredible. You know, they they really put, and they come in family-sized cartons. Mm. Also, you're in good hands with the Tillamook brand. They make over 200 different dairy products, and the brand is farmer-owned and led by dairy experts. Find Tillamook ice cream near you at Tillamook.com. I'm going to spell it for you. That's how much I care about this product. T-I-L-L-A-M-O-O-K.com. This episode is brought to you by McDonald's. Not sure you've heard of them. <laughs> Up and coming uh, little restaurant, but they're making it. They're the little engine that could. You know, the moment of bliss when you spot your fries being scooped into the carton and suddenly time slows down. I have that all the time. I love their fries. Oh, yeah. yes. McDonald's fries hit different when they're free. That's another thing I'll tell you. And when they belong to your friends, there's no better feeling than thinking you're out of fries and then you discover extra fries at the bottom of your bag or else my son still hasn't finished his fries yeah. and I'm done with mine. And uh, he used to be weaker than me so I could just take them. Yeah. Now I can't because he's stronger than me. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no wrong way to eat McDonald's fries, but we all think our way is the best way. And I like stealing them from someone else. That's my favorite <laughs> way. Get your favorite McDonald's fries today. McDonald's, check them out sometime. They're everywhere. Conan O'Brien needs a fan. Want to talk to Conan? Visit teamcoco.com slash call Conan. Okay, let's get started. Hi, Veronica. Meet Conan and the Chill Chums. Hi, Hi. Hello. Hi, Soda. Hi, Matt. Hi. Hi, Conan. Hi, how are you, Veronica? I'm so good. So nice to meet you all. It's very nice to meet you. Uh, I'm sensing that you are from a foreign land. You have a slight accent. Uh, tell us, where are you? Yes. Are you coming from someplace else in the world? Yes, I'm from Hungary. Are you in Hungary right now? Yeah. Oh, what wow. part of what part of Hungary are you in? I'm in Eger. It's like a tiny town. How tiny it's is tiny? How tiny is tiny? Fifty thousand people. Oh wow! Oh, so. Okay, <laughs> that is a very small <laughs> town. In, in so you're in you say it Eger. 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 Am I saying? I want to say it yeah. right. Eger. Yeah. Eger. Yeah. You're an Egad. I and think Sona's the closest. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, of course. She was also not born in America. Okay, so. I was. I was. I just, I uh, respect other cultures. Sure. Okay. <laughs> now, whatever. You came from when you were eight. Um, anyway, uh, Egad, Hungary. Wow. That's uh, that's incredible. Yeah. I don't. I have never been to Hungary. Uh, tell me, what is it like uh, in in Egar, in your in your town? What's it like to be Hungarian? Tell us all about it. Well, well, we've just been declared another democracy. Oh, oh. wait! I don't know if you guys 
I don't know. So we are not a democracy anymore. Yes, and we I don't fit the criteria. Now, according to oh right, the That's yes, right. Yes. yes. This was uh, announced how recently? Uh, I think last week or two weeks ago. Right, and um, and this is decided by was this decided by the UN? United Nations. Uh, the Union, the European Union. Oh, European oh. Union said that you don't qualify as a democracy. I have news for yeah. you. I don't think we qualify oh, as no. a democracy anymore. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I mean, certainly I certainly don't hear that Team Coco either. No, well, not at Team Coco, certainly. <laughs> uh, this is what we call an autocracy. Uh, but, uh, but no, the United States is having its own real problems yeah. with uh, democracy. And we like to think that we helped not invent it, but give it a real boost. And we were supposed to be uh, a beacon <laughs> for other democracies. And we're st struggling right now to figure this out. But, um, well, yes, you're going through, uh, is it turbulent where you are right now? Or how are people accepting the news? Are people upset? Well, I don't really know because it's like a, it's a weird time. Mm -hmm. We just had an election and then the guy, I don't know if you guys know Orban. Yep. He's the prime minister. Yep. He's like our Trump. <laughs> Everyone seems to have their own Trump. I yeah. mean, you know, uh, it is, it is, yes, it is just a hallmark of humanity that each nation uh, increasingly seems to have their own. So um, are you able to speak about this freely? Are you comfortable talking about yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> but I don't want to bring the conversation down, so we don't have to talk about it. <laughs> well, we'll talk about other things, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm sorry that you're going through this turbulent time. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, you, uh, you, you know, it's, it's, but it's nice to be able to speak with you. You know, it's the, one of the things we like that I like the most about this podcast. We do two. We do one where we speak to celebrities. And then there's this one where I get to talk to people all around the world is I, I like I'm really fascinated by how people are living and I like to to hear how they're doing and how they're experiencing life. So um, I'm glad that you mentioned that. But it's it's fine. We don't have like revolutions or anything. It's it's peaceful. It's just weird. <laughs> yeah, it's weird right now. Yeah. Well, guess what? Yeah. I have news for you. It's weird everywhere yeah. right yeah. now. It's a yeah. very, I think it's a weird time for just across the world, humanity. So yeah. Um, but this is also helpful too. Like, uh, I feel like I'm going to leave this podcast and just read up more on what's happening in Hungary. Me yeah. too. I, I, because I, don't I felt anything. bad that I didn't know what was happening. Well, Sona, so to be we're honest. right next to Ukraine. Oh, so. yes. Yeah. 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 I can imagine. <laughs> what were you going to say? I'm sorry. I was, I was going to say, you don't seem to know about a lot of things. Oh, yes, I'm, yes, just, yes, I'm yes, sorry. No, you're not wrong. You're not no, wrong. No, you really know no. a no, lot I about. I thought you were going to insult me. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> You know a lot you about. Didn't take that as an insult. <laughs> He's uh, not wrong. Veronica, uh, Sona knows a, a very much about different. Um, uh, she knows a lot about reality shows that involve people hook, <laughs> what we call hooking up. Hooking up. And um, she's watched uh, every iteration of Human Caterpillar. Yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> human centipede. Oh, no, I watched Human Caterpillar. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you're you doubling down on Human Caterpillar? Oh, and you know what? It's not It's not weird at all. I mean, it's not sexy at all and weird as anything. <laughs> That's just the, the movie where they graft feet to people's butts. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Multiple feet. Yeah. yeah. I love Human Caterpillar. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm waiting for human slug. Oh, God. Um, okay. okay, we got off track here. This is stupid. Veronica, uh, tell this us, serious. you live in this small town, and uh, tell us about your life. Yeah. Just, we're going to leave politics aside. Okay, so what? You're, you're <laughs> yeah. no longer a democracy. Democracy, shmamocracy, I say. 
all gonna it's all gonna work out in the in, in the in the wash. Tell us what uh, what's your life like right now on a human scale. It's fine. Uh, I, uh, is someone? Is someone? I, are you being held at gun? Are you at gunpoint right now, Veronica? Is someone? Is someone holding so you I prisoner? Have to tell you, yeah, I have to tell you something. So Hungarian people are very sad all the time. Do you know about like Portugal? Wait, <laughs> not funny. I don't know why I'm laughing. Yeah, that's so funny. Nothing. That's a real rib tickler. So. My people are very sad all the time. You're smiling when you say it. My people, they're so sad. I mean, you seem happy, but you're saying, are they sad because when you say they're sad, people just laugh at hungry? Is that why yeah. they're sad? No, so we're generally not very optimistic, I guess. Oh, that's yes. Well, that's, so. uh, yes, I am Irish. Uh, I, I mean, my people are from Ireland and we are not optimistic. Mm -hmm. We're very gloomy people and we we drink a lot to make up for it. I don't know what they do. And you guys, you have, you drink and you have goulash as well. Don't you have goulash? Yes. It's uh, a beach food. It's oh. a what? Beach food? A beach food. Yeah. Wait, a beach like food? Like you eat it at the beach? Yeah. No. No, you don't. Like goulash? Yes. goulash. No, goulash is the opposite of beach food. <laughs> no one, I'm sorry, Veronica, no one goes to the beach and says, let's, hey, I'm, I've worked up. I worked up a big sweat playing volleyball. Now let's break out the goulash. <laughs> he has a point. I'm sorry. Maybe this is why you guys are so sad. Yeah. I, we, just, we found out why you're depressed. <laughs> Try some ice cream or like yeah. a Capri Sun. Yeah. Uh, we have those as well. What? Also, we have, we have a beach food that's, it's a donut dough. Mm -hmm. But it's salty. It's mm -hmm. like the size of a plate. A salty put, dough the size of a plate. Oh. Yes. And then we put garlic on it. Oh, cheese, wow. Yes. And then sour cream. Yep. This sounds like. just eat it on the beach. Surf this, this sounds like light beach food. You know what I like to do? I like to eat a giant salty garlic frisbee. Then have some goulash. And then what? I jump in the water. And I drowned. <laughs> make sure that you make sure you wait 15 hours after eating goulash and a dough frisbee before going in the water. Oh my god! Oh my god, Veronica, this is incredible. What do you eat for like cold winter months? Just bricks? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow, this is amazing. Now. You know what I, you're. You know what I love, Veronica, about the podcast, about doing a podcast, is that you get you listen to the podcast in Hungary. Isn't that cool? I think that's. I just love that. Um, were you familiar with my work prior to the podcast? Yeah. So, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's okay. Wow. It's okay. You don't have to be ashamed. It's we were probably never seen there, and you know, I was. No, we we didn't have uh, like late night on TV. Yeah. So the only thing, the, all the things I know about you, it's from the podcast. Yes. Oh, <laughs> okay. So you know that well, I picked up, <laughs> you know that I'm a megalomaniac. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I am um, one of the biggest stars in the world well. of, oh. uh, from television. Uh, <laughs> I had a show. Uh, huh? Yeah. What? Okay. I'm going to amend what I said. I'm going to change what I said. <laughs> Um, I had a late night show um, and uh, for a number of years. And uh, so that's how many people know me. But it's interesting that you only know me from this podcast. Mm -hmm. But as long as you know me, my ego is satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
good. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, that's a victory for me, yeah. I think. Congratulations. Yeah. Congrats. Congrats. It you. doesn't bother you at all that you had this whole body of work for 28 years and she doesn't know anything about it? Well, maybe have you ever watched The Simpsons? Nope. Oh, oh my God. Well, I think this conversation's over. <laughs> oh, it was The Simpsons that did it. Yeah, I can't speak to you if you haven't watched The Simpsons. Have you ever watched any of his online clips from the show, like Sona remotes with Sona and thing? I watched some interviews. And then when I found out I'm going to be talking to you, I Googled you. So what I'm hearing is you like Conan, but only if Sona and I are involved. Well, that's not what I'm hearing at all. That's not what I'm hearing. I think you're missing the the headline here, Gorley. The headline here is that she knew nothing, then found out that she was going to be interviewed by me, so she Googled me. (laughs) (laughs) How many podcasts do you randomly apply to be on? You didn't even care. You were... You were like, that's I don't. That's not true. I don't care. I listen to every episode. Okay, well, that's nice. Episode. That's nice. But it's nice that you Google me. I want to tell you a true story, which is sometimes uh, I sit. I'll be invited to a dinner party, and I'll sit, be seated with some people I don't know, and then it becomes very clear to me within minutes that they Googled me on the way to. That can't be. No, no, it is no, no. I mean, they knew kind of who yeah. I was or whatever. But they'll start saying things. It's just so funny. They'll just start talking to me in a way, and it's clear that they were reading this off of Google not yeah. five minutes ago while they were waiting for the valet to park the car. <laughs> I remember when Adam asked me to do work on this podcast, I had to Google. Yeah, yeah. I did too. Before yeah. my first my interview with you, I Googled you. Okay, well, you're all awful people. It doesn't kidding. mean we We're don't. Kidding. No, I, I'm really not kidding. Did. Oh, I really no, I did. Knew all about him. Because you, yeah, okay, yeah, you hosted a show, but all you did a lot of other stuff too that I didn't know about. You didn't know I was a bodybuilder. Mm. Okay. You didn't know that I was also a successful eye surgeon. Mm. Veronica. You know, it's incredible to have the flexibility to work in all sorts of places, whether it's taking video calls from the park, or emailing large files while you're grocery shopping. Sona, this is good for you. Is it? Because you're always doing whatever work you do for me from fun locations. But I like blaming it on not having reception. I know, but you can't do that here. Working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network, which is why you should check out T-Mobile, Sona. Then you got no excuses. They're America's largest and fastest 5G network. With T-Mobile, you'll be covered in more places with the 5G speed you need for your life on the go. Plus... They also cover more highway miles with 5G than anybody else. Check it out if you don't believe me. Hey, Blay, you've got T-Mobile, right? I do. I was actually just up in the woods in Idlewild. It was fantastic for the weekend. And uh, my T-Mobile didn't miss it. My T-Mobile phone didn't miss it. You know, I wouldn't think you'd need a cell phone because you speak so loudly into a microphone. (laughs) Well, I had to look some stuff up. Just take it. Just take it down. I didn't know what brunch was. I can hear him. When the restaurant's open for brunch. Okay. uh, So I used uh, my T-Mobile coverage to check out brunch. That's all right. Anyway, wherever you are, you know, take it from the loudspeaking Blay. If you're on the go, you want to be in the know, you want to make the show. What? Uh, T-Mobile. Okay. That's the one for you. That was I should weird. have rhymed it with go. Anyway, <laughs> find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. Fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds, according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data Q3 2023. C5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. On the 
way in today, Sona, I was thinking about just how much has changed over the years. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, we were all dancing the Jitterbug and the Watusi. Okay. And then you grow up now and there's mosh pits and everything's gone <laughs> cuckoo. There's this new thing called rap. I don't know what's <laughs> happening anymore. But guess what? In a world full of change, there's one thing that hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. The great taste of Miller Lite. Are you with me on this? Oh, yeah. I'm right there with you. Yeah. And you know, another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. Yeah. I hate a filling beer. When I have a filling beer, I just want to sit down in a beanbag chair for six days, but not with Miller Lite. So what's the best thing about the original light beer? Mm -hmm. Back in 1975, the big debate in America was what's more important, that it it's less filling Miller Lite or it tastes great. Yeah. The cool thing is when we all realized it's both. Okay. It's less filling and it tastes great. Yeah, all right. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. Great taste. Only 96 calories. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and it's less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Conan. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Yeah. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all sometimes have issues or things we need to talk about, get off our chest. I have that all the time. Don't you, Sona? I do. Yeah, and we need people to talk to. And we carry around different stressors. We carry big stressors. We carry small stressors. Uh, I was raised in a culture where you're supposed to kind of bottle it up, and I've learned over time that that's not the best thing to do. If you do let things rattle around in there for a while without talking it out, it can affect your life very negatively. Well, therapy is a safe space where you can get things off your chest, figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. BetterHelp's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. A lot of people have a barrier towards getting therapy because they think, well, I don't know, I've got to find the person, talk to them. What if I? it's not a good match? I, then it's awkward. None of that. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and then you switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Conan today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Conan. If most people are being honest, no one really knows what you do for work, right? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, especially if you're in a what I like to call B2B. Oh, you know? what, what is that? I'll explain. Okay. That's a business doing business with other businesses. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I call it B2B. It's a little thing. It's also, uh, it's a boy band I'm working on. <laughs> anyway, fortunately, LinkedIn has a network of professionals who get what you do, and you can reach the right people who matter most to your company because they're LinkedIn. Yeah. That's what they do. LinkedIn has over, this is the fun part to say, one billion members. Are you serious? Yeah. That's not, that's more people than are on earth because there are people on the moon using it in Saturn. (laughs) (laughs) That's one over 1 billion members on its platform, including 70 million decision makers. God, I'd like to meet a decision maker. 
Since LinkedIn members are regularly updating their work history, you can precisely build a target audience by job title, industry, company, and more. Man, you can reach the right people for your, I'm going to say it again, B2B business with LinkedIn ads. Yeah. Gets even better because LinkedIn will give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Mm. There you go. Just go to linkedin.com slash Team Coco to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash Team Coco. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Anyway, we're forgetting about our friend here, yeah. Veronica. Veronica, welcome. <laughs> I, I, it's okay that you Googled me, and I'm glad that you listened to the podcast, and I'm glad that we're friends. Um, and tell us about your life, like day-to-day. Uh, well, I have you, a question that I know from yeah. the notes. Veronica, you're quite a knitter, is that right? Mm-hmm. And did you make that sweater, that beautiful sweater? Yeah. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah. I want to it's, it's crocheted. It's a oh, little crocheted, sorry. cardigan. <laughs> it's, got, it's got hearts all over it. Does that mean you're looking for love, or are you already in love? What's happening? Well, I am in love, but I just made this because it looked cool. It is cute. It's it is really, really nice. Cute. <laughs> okay, so that's not a signal, you know, I see. Okay. Well, tell us. I'm just curious. Huh? <laughs> when I wear when I wear a lot of hearts, it means I'm desperately looking for love. Oh. oh. And then my wife asks me to please take that off. Yeah, you've been married for like 20 years. Well, you can Google it. Uh-huh. <laughs> researched so who's in your life tell us about this uh this this person in your life so i just got engaged to my fiance in uh april oh, oh very nice congratulations uh, we went to portugal on a holiday and then he proposed there oh was it a surprise <laughs> that he proposed to you yes and he tried many times what do you mean he tried and many I times? Kept, I kept accidentally sabotaging him. What do you uh, mean? Like describe, how, what were you doing? So he so he started to try and work his way into the proposal and then you would say, let's go get some goulash. <laughs> or I have a date tonight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or I've never loved you. <laughs> I have a date tonight. What's, uh, what's his, what's his, so his name so, is? Marty. Marty. And you kept interrupting him? Uh, yeah. So he had a plan to go see a sunset from like a nice uh, park in mm-hmm. Portugal. And uh, it was supposed to be on the first day when we got there. He immediately wanted to do it. So, you know, it's out of the way. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, um, and then I told him I'm not leaving the hotel because I'm too tired. So <laughs> that was the first day. Okay. And then the next day, it was the same plan. And then we went to the park and we wanted to see the sunset. And we got there around seven. And then I checked my phone and it said that the sunset sunset is at like 9.30. So after an hour, I told him that it's just, I'm getting too cold. So I'm just going back to the hotel. (laughs) Oh my God. You sound like... Well, anyway, you sound like a lot of fun, <laughs> Veronica. It's really fun date. So, did you ever have you ever seen a sunset in your life? No. Nope. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you don't even know what one is. It goes down below the horizon in the west. Really, I didn't know that. Uh, so, did he eventually? Maybe he needs to give up on the sunset thing and just mm. pop the question. Yeah, he did give up. So he just asked me when oh. I started walking away. <laughs> well, 
You know what? I think I think you guys are going to be very happy. Because let me tell you something, Veronica. Marriage is all about giving up. <laughs> he just gave up. So literally, you're walking back to the bus stop. And he was like, oh, anyway, maybe we'll get married. And he went, sure, let's get out of here. You just see a ring in a box get thrown past you. Like, there it is. If you want it. You want it. At the back of her head. Yeah. <laughs> well, he sounds like a very patient man. He is very patient. Yeah. Yeah. He's a mathematician. Oh, oh. oh really? Yeah. Uh, do you have a question for Conan at all? Yeah. So about the wedding. Yeah. Who are you? <laughs> 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 who the fuck are you? I don't want that in my Google search history. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, so I was thinking, I found out that I, I'm going to have to make a speech. Mm -hmm. And... Um, my question was, how do you write a wedding speech? Because it just seems like such a big moment. And I've never had to write a speech ever for anything. Mm -hmm. And I, I want it to be special. I want it to be honest. Mm -hmm. Also not embarrassing uh. well i think first of all i wouldn't eat any of the food you described <laughs> before the speech okay so no goulash and no giant 15 pound uh manhole cover of yeast and certainly do not give the speech at sunset because you'll never make it yeah yeah um but my sincere uh, well you know what i i really do believe is uh sometimes people think Speeches need to be long and they don't. I think the magic uh, of a speech is uh, that it can be quite short and um, and you just be honest. You know, you you love this guy. And if you speak, and also I'll tell you this, you have a very good sense of humor. You seem like a really delightfully funny and fun person, despite um, you're just a terrible person to propose to. But uh, <laughs> I, I, think so, I think it's low blood sugar around sunset is your problem. <laughs> but, uh, but if I were you, I would just, I bet if you sat down and you thought about what he means to you, what Marty means to you, and what he means uh, and, and the life that you want together, and you're honest and you wrote it down, I think in 10 minutes, you'd have something really lovely. And that's all it has to be. I think you don't put too much pressure on it. I think, in, in the, and I, I think that's going to be a lovely speech. And can you make it funny? Is that weird? I can't. I'm not good at that. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I'm in a union. I got to get paid. It's the Writers Guild of America. Um, but uh, yes, of course, you can make it funny. And I think myself, I mean, we've already ruined it. But I think if you just told the story of how many times Marty tried to propose yeah. to you, that would be really funny and people would laugh. If you said, <laughs> I mean, first of all, you can be, um, you can start out and and you can talk about how much it means to you that everyone's come to your wedding, assuming that everyone in town shows up. Uh, what is that, 50,000 people? Um, no, but if you tell that story, uh, that's a really sweet story. It really, it's funny and then you can end on a sweet note and just talk about what he means to you. And you have a really good speech right there. That's what I would do. Sounds good. Yeah, it does sound good. Okay. Well, send it to me and I'll, I'll, I'll punch it up with a couple <laughs> yeah, of jokes. You should write it for her. Or no, no. Say it for her and then film it. And then she could just play that at her uh, wedding. Yeah. And no one in the, no one in the town will know who this man is. <laughs> 50,000 phones start Googling. Yeah. <laughs> so just Google, Google will crash. Your wedding will crash Google. 
<laughs> Suddenly we're getting all these hits for who is Conan O'Brien in Hungary. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Veronica, um, please uh, have a wonderful wedding and you're going to you're going to do very well with your speech. You really are. And we're very happy for you. And it's nice to have you as a friend. It really is. Thank you so much. It was so nice to meet you guys. Nice to meet nice. you, too. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I said, if I said mean things. I oh, don't... no, no. no. <laughs> it's funny. It's really funny. It's funny. And you know why it's funny? Because it's true. Yeah. So and uh, and and so that was terrific. That was good. So don't you worry about that. Thank you, Veronica. Thank you, Veronica. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Conan O'Brien Needs a Fan. With Conan O'Brien, Sonam Obsessian, and Matt Gourley. Produced by me, Matt Gourley. Executive produced by Adam Sachs, Joanna Solateroff, and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson at Earwolf. Music by Jimmy Vivino. Supervising producer, Aaron Blaird. Associate talent producer, Jennifer Samples. Associate producers, Sean Doherty and Lisa Berm. Engineered by Will Beckton. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. This has been a Team Coco production in association with Stitcher. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen, remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, 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 of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well... Oh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface.